0: What's up, Mets fans? Orange and blue thing back at you. Season seven, episode 20. It is 7187. 718 would be July 18th, 2023. That is not Julia Quadrino. That is James Zappa, who this is not his first time on the show.
1: That is true. If you
0: remember your first time on the show. Uh,
1: Yeah, I was on an airplane bathroom. Uh in in an airplane bathroom on an airplane on an airplane in the bathroom where were were you headed going to denver because i went up the day before you guys to just kind of do the bars by myself and uh yeah you and julia were like call in (laughs) i went
0: to the bathroom snuck in i think that's illegal but is it really probably. I think what's Mm. funny is that when you're on an airplane and you got like so much noise from the engines, you probably talk a lot louder than you expect. So you go to the bathroom, you're talking to us and people are like, well, why is this guy in the bathroom talking to himself? (laughs) I was thinking that. And I was like, let me make this as quick as
1: possible. And I know there was like a big delay. So yeah, it was weird, but,
0: but it was was cool for us to be like, all right, we got someone on the show that's actually flying right now. And then that would end up being a mess because it snowed the next day. And, uh, we had that snow out. Yeah. So for a variety of reasons, which uh, we did get clearance that we are allowed to announce for one of the reasons why Julie is not here. But we'll get to that in a little bit. We might have a special guest pop in. I don't know if that's a possibility. And that's also a lot of pressure because I said, I totally understand that this is not really the uh, the time or place for you to go live with us. But if you want to, here's the link. So we might have a special guest pop in in a second. But so uh, we were going to do Big Apple Trivia. Uh, with Julia hosting from City Field. We were going to film it on Sunday and then edit it and uh, have that be this week's orange and blue thing. And then it rained on Sunday. The game got pushed from one to five. It kind of screwed our whole plans up. And then we canceled that and said, screw it. Let's just do a show. But did you see Howie Rose has uh, coronavirus?
1: Ah, does he?
0: Yeah. So Howie was going to be on with us. So we almost dodged a bullet from catching corona from Howie. But shout out to Howie. Hopefully you're feeling better. Yeah. He tweeted, um, "What do you write? Uh, good news is, uh, I was supposed to get a tooth pulled. No, wait. Bad news is, I was supposed to get a tooth pulled. Bad, good news is, I didn't get my tooth pulled because I have COVID. <laughs> so I uh, tried to, you know, uh, you know, have fun with it there. But shout out to Howie. Hopefully, you're feeling better. So uh, our plan was to walk around City Field, interview different, me- not interview, but do Big Apple trivia. Which, if you don't know, Julia invented that from her basement during COVID." And uh, do Mets trivia with fans around the ballpark, give them cash prizes or gift cards. I don't know what we we're going to do. And then Howie was going to be on, but we were going to donate to a charity of Howie's Choice. Obviously, probably would have been the Mets Foundation. But thanks to Howie for saying yes, but then it didn't end up happening. So um, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I uh, go to the
1: office once a week for my job, and today happened to be that day. Get the call from Darren at 1230.
0: Yeah, we hit the. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. So we, we hit the bullpen today. Yeah. Ask Zappa if you'd fill in.
1: Yeah, so I cut out of work a little early. We got the game tonight. Come and do a podcast. And I've been my office is a dead zone, so no social media for the day. So some of these topics I'm seeing, I'm like, wait, what happened? <laughs> so uh, yeah, there are a yeah, few I'm-
0: things that popped up last night on Twitter. We don't know if it's true or not, so we're not going to put any kind of like weight on it. But uh, we will get to that in a little bit. But yeah, so Zappa, I do, I do give Zappa a ride to the games a lot from out here. And we've been taking the train, not the train, the uh, the truck. And then for the last couple of games that have been weekdays, we were like, all right, you know what? The weekday tailgates are a little bit lighter. If you remember years past the weekdays, we never tailgated. We would meet up in the brewery or McFadden's and then McFadden's is gone and the brewery changed hands. So we don't do either of those things anymore. So uh, I brought the truck, I think, on one weekday game, probably for the subway series. But I was like, besides this, if the tailgate parties are not like jammed, then what's the point of bringing the truck? It kind of just makes my life harder to have to do that.
1: Darren will say throughout the course of the tailgate today about fifteen to twenty times, I'm so glad I didn't bring the truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he does that every weekday game. and uh, especially well, with especially
0: the when the weather's iffy, you know, like today I think we're gonna be okay. but like the weather, I can't remember a day over the past two months that the weather has not been shitty or at least the chance of being shitty. We haven't had clear days, even like third of July, Fourth of July, like that whole stretch, all of June, pretty much all of May, it's been chance of, or it did rain at some point of the day.
1: Yeah. It seems like my memory goes back to going up to Philly and it's like started when we well, left no, for Philly, Miami. Well, yeah, rain then. But I'm saying like this 30% chance of rain every day, but it doesn't ever rain. It's been like for a month now. And
0: well, let's see Sunday, what, uh, let's see what weather. Oh, he didn't even tweet today. So the weather account that I, tw- that I promote a lot on, uh, on the show or even on Twitter, uh, which is at, WX Mets, Mets Weather, and it is unaffiliated with the Mets or MLB, but it is operated. Oh, I never even sold it before. It's operated by Brian Mastro. That may be a new thing. He's a meteorologist. I had no idea. So look at all that. Look at this. This is actually uh, breaking news here. So Mets Weather, uh, if you follow them on Twitter or him on Twitter, he usually tweets out, uh, you know, some kind of, um, Doppler or whatever for that night's game, but nothing yet from him. But I think so far, if you check now, let me see what it says for later. I think like four o'clock. It doesn't look the greatest out there.
1: I think it. Uh, I just checked as I was driving, not at a red light, of course. Oh, um, yeah, of course. And uh, I think it says it clears up around four, and then we're
0: good for the rest. Storms likely to end around three thirty. Localized flooding is possible. There is like a big radar. I mean, big radar. A big uh, a band of weather heading its way towards Queens right now. And uh, like Zappa just said, hopefully it's cleared out before we even get there, because it already is after two o'clock. The game's at seven and we're not even there yet. So we will get on the road as soon as this is over and then head on over to the Marine lot with a whole bunch of Coronas. So come on over and uh, responsibly enjoy yourself if you're 21 and over, of course. Uh, So we had the garage sale this past weekend. We haven't had an in-person sale in, uh, I don't know, four years, way before COVID. And uh, you were, thankfully, uh, available to help us out with crowd control. Was everyone pretty uh, behaved out there?
1: Yeah, other than, you know, there was a couple people that, you know, it was a hot day, and the line was pretty long, and there was a, you know, we're not a footlocker. We're we're going through bumps and, bru- you know, bumps and bruises of doing an in-person event. So there were mm, 99% of the people were understanding. Yeah, a few people, you know, got a little upset, but, you know, overall, I would say, good time, good crowd. Everyone was talking.
0: Yeah. You know. One guy was asking why we didn't have the the cooler full of coronas outside for him. But, you know, you yeah. can't make everybody happy.
1: Exactly, and you got to drive responsibly. That's
0: yeah, of course. Cool. And maybe lift it up. We're getting some some uh, comments here from the fact checkers saying that you got to talk louder. All right, I'll talk oh, louder. Oh, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. That was perfect. Yeah, so um the you know what it is, this is my 15th season doing the 7 line, which is crazy to think about, but What I have noticed over the years that I'm probably guilty of it as well. I don't always read everything. So a lot of people didn't read like, hey, to get an order in order to come in first, you had to purchase something, which is you're picking up an order and then you could take part in the in the free gifts and the discount. So some people didn't read that. They wanted to give you an earful. But I think you and Danny handled it perfectly.
1: Yeah, I uh, used some uh, managerial experience. Danny got yelled at. I was like, hey, (laughs) I think that person wants to talk to you.
0: (laughs) Sorry, Danny. Yeah, but it went well and everyone seemed to have a good time. He moved a ton of merch. And uh, the whole purpose of it was to just make some space because we have a lot of stuff coming in for the holidays and for the fall. Um, And, you know, with the way the Mets have been playing, of course, there are ebbs and flows of everything. When the Mets win, we do a little bit better. When they lose, we don't do as great. But we have some stuff to move. And and thankfully, the fans showed up. We had probably we did the math like a couple hundred fans probably walked through the door, at least two hundred.
1: Yeah, I would say at least 200. At
0: least 200, which is nice. And uh, like you said, it was a hot day. So I appreciate everyone standing out there and uh, braving the uh, hot. And you know what? Really, realistically, if I had known that many people were going to show up, we probably could have called like a Mr. Softy or put out some tents for 10 by 10, like pop-ups or something to give a little shade. There's none out there.
1: There's nothing out there. And
0: yeah, thanks for showing
1: up. And yeah, Mr. Softy, would have been great next year.
0: If we do it again, we'll say we don't really have anything to give away anymore. Like we're we're pretty much out. So I don't know if we could have another one. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Keep buying that way. uh, Darren doesn't have to do this. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, if you've been watching along the past few weeks, I've been talking about probably a couple months. I've been talking about how my back's been bothering me. I pretty much threw my back out when I was 14 and I haven't had a good back since. I'm in my 40s now. And I had an MRI this morning, uh, which I was telling you about before you went live. Have you ever had an MRI?
1: I got one of my like ankle when I was young, but my job I read a lot of MRI reports, so yeah. I know what they uh, kind of look like. No, I'm not a doctor. I just uh... I
0: didn't know what to expect. So <laughs> I know you're not supposed to move, and you know you see the hospital for special special surgery. Shout out to the Mets because they're always there. They usually are. Uh, it's on my back, my lower back. So my MRI, I had to sit and I wasn't allowed to move for a half hour at all. So normally you you could what i've seen that like you lay and you go in that tube mine I had to sit and the guy like put a pillow on my lap and i had to hold this buzzer in case i was like in an emergency if oh. i was getting my like, claustrophobic or something but he gave me earplugs it's really loud i never ex- i didn't expect that so there's weird noises going on the whole time and i'm sitting there not trying to move i don't want to fuck it up because the guy said to me like if you move we got to do it again mm-hmm. so don't move but my back's been aching me for months so it did start kind of like freezing up and i wasn't sure like all right if i kind of move a little bit i'm going to screw it up so i I held through and I watched some like HGTV show of like a remodeling, something that's ca- uh, closed captions, obviously, because of the noise team subtitles got through that. And then uh, we'll see what happens because uh, my chiropractor is the one that wrote me the uh, referral. So we'll see in a couple of days what's going on back there. But I know my body pretty good and I something's going on. I like, even you when we bowl wrist checked I know that. the wrist also, but that's not as major as the back. But even during bowling, like my neck, my back, like I'm always fucked up. Yeah, you're a mess. Yeah, I'm a mess. So I got to figure out what's going on yeah. with me. And, uh, you know, thankfully, if there's one positive that comes out of this, there's nothing to ride out here anymore. The tracks are closed. So it's not like I'm missing out on anything. I can't ride anyway. Yeah,
1: but we got bowling season coming up. We need that wrist fixed.
0: Oh, speaking of, if you've been following along, Zappa did uh, own up to his punishment from, uh, you know, not uh, renewing us into the fall league last year of bowling. His punishment was uh, he had to wear heels at the 4th of July party (laughs) at my house, (laughs) which he did do, which is crazy, too, because you ratted yourself out.
1: Well, because I knew if everybody, we all forgot, we all forgot, you know, we've been uh, partaking responsibly in some Corona's all day. Of course. And, uh, you know, we kind of forgot. And then around had to be not, it was before the fireworks. I had to be like,
0: I thought it was after the fireworks. No, it was
1: before. It was before. I remember that it was after the, before uh, the fireworks. I remembered. And I'm like, if I don't do this today, this is never going to go away. We'll just make another punishment another time. So I had to get it over with (laughs) and I put the heels on and yeah
0: i don't envy women because those are not comfortable
1: well they didn't look comfortable
0: i'm surprised you even knew what size to get i guess you looked it up on google or something like the comparison comparison yeah so uh props to you for owning up that that night turned into such a shit show i mean if he shoes not coming tonight i don't think but if you see him this weekend in in boston he might still have a little bit of a of a swollen eyelid um you know nothing bad hat well whatever it was fun it,
1: it was a wrestling match it wasn't a fight and so it just he, he wanted to wrestle and uh, yeah. it wasn't
0: me but someone yeah. you know Well, him and richie
1: it was richie and yeah richie richie won yeah, yeah absolutely
0: you don't try to wrestle richie uh at like one in the morning after on all day yeah not a good idea so uh speaking of not good ideas um well i think it's a phenomenal idea but for some reason you don't want to go so <laughs> we're going to boston on friday our outing is on saturday i um i was able you know. I'm, you know, I'm going to pat myself on the back here. Since we sold so many tickets, I did get comp some tickets for Friday night. So I've been texting you and Shu. Shu doesn't even reply. Shu hasn't answered you. And all. I say, hey, guys, I got some, some pretty sweet tickets for Friday night. Are you sure you don't want to go to the game? You said you'd rather, you know, explore Boston, which is cool. Shu doesn't reply at all. And now I'm going to go by myself, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're going to the game tonight. We're going to go Saturday. We're only there, you know, Friday
0: afternoon. But into... the games are
1: so quick now. They are, but like. And it's Fenway. You know, I know, but. We've been to Fenway. It's not the first time. I'd like True. to have one night in the city and one night at the game.
0: So All right. So I'm going to go to the game Friday by myself. Senga's pitching. Um, if you're going to be around, maybe, let me know. Maybe she will still go. Maybe. He just has an answer to you. And- well, we're going to get to the point in a second, but not the point, but I can't believe I can. It's almost to the, to the same factor of or the same, uh, you know, realm of when I texted Keith Tara. And he said, I'd rather not waste my time and money on going to a Mets game right now, <laughs> it, you know, two or three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And I tweeted that and it got a whole bunch of action. But this is almost on the same. This is almost on the same level, because if the Mets were playing great right now and it was, let's say, a, a dominant Scherzer was on the mound Friday or Verlander or something. And, you know, I not mean, Senga's great. I mean, senga has been their best pitcher right. this year. If you're going to see someone, you right wouldn't now, be it saying be no, senga. you would be going to the game. Oh, absolutely. Right.
1: But, you know, it's
0: all it's. It's almost that you watch the show. Yeah. Julia says this a lot. We talk about it a lot, too. Like when you put things into perspective of uh, when coronavirus hit and you can start doing other things with your time, you kind of prioritize things a little bit differently. So when it was baseball, 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 Mets, 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 the Settling Army, let's go travel, let's go do this. You don't want to miss an inning. Now it's like, all right, Mets are playing like shit. A couple of weeks away from the trade deadline. The Mets are probably going to be sellers. You're in Boston hanging out with friends. Would you rather go to the game to watch this crap or Go out in Boston, and I get it. That's why you're going out in Boston.
1: Exactly. All right. It's
0: just now, you're talking me out of it. Maybe I'm not going to the game either. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm going. I'm actually absolutely going. Shout out to the to the Red Sox for hooking me up. I will be there, and maybe I'll just you know what I might do since I have four seats. I might sit in a different seat each inning. Mm-hmm. And if anyone sits in those other three, I'm going to tell them they got to move.
1: Yeah, I don't think you'd do that.
0: I tell them to move?
1: You would not tell them to move. I'm going to tell them to move. You wouldn't tell
0: These are move. my four seats. Even though no one's in them, I'm sitting here. Maybe I'll bring stuff with me and I'll like be like, this is my seat. I'll put my hat there. So what
1: if a, like a kid just went and sat down? That's yelling, fine. Oh, kids right. are different. Kids are just like those kids in Philly that sat in front of us. Those weren't their seats. They moved over. They were cool to talk to.
0: When on was this? The Friday night. The Friday night game? Oh, yeah. They oh, night, seats, but but that was they a fun night. That was a fun night.
1: They were right in front of us. They weren't on. that bad seats.
0: Richie didn't come. We, we, we mm. gambled that night. We had. Well, I had a great night. <laughs> I did not. I don't even night. like. All right. So. For those of you who don't know, well, maybe you do. When we talk about gambling on the show, which we'll get to the bet for tonight, which Zap is going to do on the spot. I didn't tell him that until just now. But um, I kind of swore off gambling last summer. I was like, you know what? I'll put a $2 here and there on baseball, but I'm not going to casinos anymore. And I kind of put my foot down on that. We were in Philly, just the two of us. And, you know, the Mets game was what it was. They lost and it was raining. And we're like, screw it. Let's go to the casino, which was like a stone's throw away. I had like 100 bucks in my pocket. We sat at the table for four hours. I never went to the ATM, and I drank like a million free Coronas. I had a good night.
1: Yeah, I uh, had the opposite <laughs> night. I mean, I sat there and had a bunch of free drinks, but I know how. They're to not play. really free
0: though. When you come out with not like how you much did you spend, your money.
1: but um, Darren doesn't know how to play blackjack. No, and, I don't, and I do. And he's sitting next to me, and I'm playing more or less both hands. Yeah. But Darren's winning all the money and I'm losing all the
0: money. So it was. uh, it's really just the luck of the job where you sit, you know, like uh, and I did learn a lot that night. Well, the next day I learned about what what to go to the woods means. Go to the woods. Yeah. That kid. I don't know. We randomly sat next to this kid. And whenever he wanted to deal with a bust, he would just yell at her to the woods, to the woods. And she was not having fun. Like I'm all about like, oh, shout out to Entourage. Uh, Today's the 18 year anniversary of the season premiere of Entourage. But I think about Blackjack (laughs) with. Ari Gold and Vince sitting at that table in Vegas. They're not supposed to hit. They hit anyway. They all win, something like that. Uh, I like when there's like a vibe going. I'm the same way with like bars or restaurants or hanging out with friends. I'm all about the atmosphere. And when that kid was, he was bringing it. was fun. But, but that dealer was a stick in the mud.
1: That's why I like blackjack because it's like you're on a team against the dealer. And yeah. usually the dealer wants you to win. This woman was not excited. No, it, she, and there.
0: she was, why are, you, why are you telling me to go to the, well, she didn't get it. There may have been something wrong with her. I think so. Yeah, but either way. Oh, my God. What about the lady the night before? We were we lost hands in blackjack and she paid us anyway. She that had to be her last night working there first and last. Yes.
1: She couldn't count. Yeah, she would deal you a 20 or let's just say a 19. She'd deal herself a 20. She'd count and think you had 21 and pay you out. (laughs) She wasn't doing towards the end. I think she started doing it on purpose because she liked us, but. She's getting well, I was fire. tipping
0: her. I was tipping her pretty good, but, she's, but she got fired. absolutely. That was definitely her last night. I mean, I'm not the quickest counter either. Like, I, to be honest, I'm I'm horrible at math. Uh, And as I'm sitting there, and uh, you count very quickly, and the kid that was like really wasted that one night, he could, he could count really fast too. But he was pretty much blacked out at the table. But that lady was just giving us free money. Usually, remember I, the one I, guy was like, I, take it. He's like, she paid us out, and we were like, put it with your stack before uh, before the, the pit boss realized that she fucked up before they could take it, take it back. Yeah. It was I, great.
1: I usually like in counting as I go. Cause I'm quick math. I had to stop because I was giving her the answers and I needed to yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't
0: do answers. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, speaking of the MRIs and shit like that, I'm really just trying to get my back, right? There's a place in Bayport called Bayport sports recovery or sport. Let me look it up. So I don't screw this up, but I've been doing this cold plunge challenge today was day four. And, um, I was reading something on Instagram yesterday and it's like, you ever hear that thing when it says um, it's called Bayport athletic recovery. Shout out to Isser, the owner. Um, you always know someone who does uh CrossFit because they can't stop telling you about CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So I read this thing about like, if you, I guess cold plunging is like, it's been around forever, but more people are doing it now. More places are popping up and they offer it at their facilities. So now people that do it want to talk about it all the time. So this is my fourth day of doing the cold plunge challenge. So, this place in Bayport is doing $50 to enter. If you could cold punch for 20 straight days, you're up for $1,000 cash. So I'm one of the 20 people that signed up to make the $20,000. Eight people already quit. And unfortunately, I know I can't do the 20 straight days because we're going to Boston. But when I went there, my back was, you know, it's, it's not debilitating. I can't move around and walk. But if I had to go run right now, I probably couldn't. Uh, I went there for like a, like a deep tissue massage, which really kicked my ass. It was almost, I was like sweating after this massage, not like an enjoyable one. But, um, he recommended the cold plunge and I was like, listen, I'll do it, but I can't complete it. And he's like, listen, it's $25 every time you go. So I already spent a hundred dollars worth of cold plunges for 50 bucks. So although I can't do the 20, I'm going to do 18 and I can't win, but who cares? it's a challenge it's a mental challenge does it get any easier like day by day or is it just yeah. as awful every day? you should try it like it's i I've, know that we talked about like shoe doesn't like the cold i don't know how you are with the cold but i mean the only thing i
1: can compare to is back in like my college sports days which are a long time ago now going into the ice bath it's pretty the trainers, much the same it right? was the worst i yeah. hated it was it
0: like a tub with ice in it like how did they do i mean it was like,
1: like a whirlpool so it depend on what was bothering you like did they
0: tell you the temperature
1: no, it's just like they took water that you just saw. The like, there was ice cubes everywhere. Gotcha. Gotcha. It, it it's was probably similar it just dumped then. ice into it. It's probably similar. I usually didn't have to go like full body because usually it was like my legs. Oh, I go to my, my neck. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But
0: it, you know, I was 20 and my neck wasn't hurting. It was, uh, well, no, you you get, all it, legs. You got, your timer doesn't oh. start until you're in. Your hands have to be under and you got to be up to your neck. And then he starts the timer. But,
1: I mean, I don't hate the cold like shoe, but I don't love it enough to do that either. Yeah. Well, well, I'll
0: try anything at this point just because like I really want to just know what's going on with my body. And w- all the benefits I've been reading, it's like uh, uh, whatever. It's, it's just a lot of benefits is what they say for this. So I'm going to give it a shot. And I think just mentally, like you get in, like you said, does it doesn't get easier? My first day I went in, the minimum to be a part of this challenge is three minutes and the water is 42 degrees. So it's it's cold. And I got in and I did the three minutes, no problem. I was like, "All right, well, I'm going to stay in. Give me another minute." So he came back at four, and I got out. So the first three days, I did four minutes, and today I pushed it to five. So I had him set the initial timer for four instead of three. Came in, I was like, "Hey, hit me with another minute." But um, the first time I got in, it was such a shock that like I almost had to get out because I I got into the water and I, my body got into such a shock I couldn't really breathe. I was like really deep breathing and trying to catch my breath. And you look at your watch afterwards, you know, like the spikes, it was my watch was all fucked up with like my body was just really confused. But uh, today, I mean, and yesterday, too, I think when I get in, I know what to expect now. And if you really focus on your breathing, like you're like you're in and out, like just like, kind of like when you're running, you don't just breathe out of your mouth. You're going to go out. You know, you'll lose your uh, you lose your breath easier that way. So I'm good now. I, mean, I want to push it to like six or seven minutes. That'd be great.
1: Yeah, go for it,
0: especially because I got to miss two days. So I want to like. I know I'm going to miss the two days, but people who are doing the bare minimum of three minutes, I'm like, well, if you collectively add up my 18 days instead of your 20 and I'm doing two or three minutes extra per day, then I kind of did more cold plunging than you. (laughs) I
1: also feel like you should get a pass for the two days that like, you told them in the beginning. I'm pre-planned missing them. You should get like two days extended to the end of it.
0: I would do that. Well, I can't believe well, I guess it's not fair though. I mean, honestly, like if you do live locally and you're not going on vacation and you can make it every day, then you know, more more power to you. But honestly, it's for this, I like to challenge myself on stuff. And like I think that just having some kind of challenge, whether it's 18 days or 10 days, whatever it is, uh knowing that eight people already quit. I'm kind of happy with that. You know, oh yeah, you want
1: to finish in the top.
0: Yeah. The uh At as least sort of the, close to it. The owner was like, Yeah, some scheduling conflicts came up. It only you're only in it for three minutes. Give me a break. If you live close by, you can make three minutes. As long as you're not out of town. Right. You bullshit on your phone for more than three minutes, like probably per hour. You could sit there in a oh, cold yeah. tub. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like you get your screen time, it says, mm. like, what does yours say? Way too much. how like what do you think? You don't uh, have to be embarrassed.
1: The thing is, like,
0: it depends
1: because sometimes I'll listen to like like music type noises on YouTube to go to sleep to. Mm-hmm. So like if I do that a lot, that, that counts. I, I think it counts. I don't know. I've Does never, it count?
0: Like, let's say you turn on a podcast. Does it count? Like the hour that the podcast is on. I don't
1: know if it counts. Like,
0: unless if, you're scrolling like, and looking at like it. Like
1: if the screen, like you know, your podcast's going, but the screen's off. I don't know if it counts or not. So yeah, yeah. I've never really like broken down the screen time to see if like wait, hold on.
0: Yeah, that's true too. Like let's say you're sitting in the car and you got the Bluetooth on, but you have on on like an hour long video. Mm-hmm. That probably counts as screen if time. It's a
1: video, yeah, because yeah. you're looking at it. But like, I stream when I'm in the car. I like to stream a lot of podcasts, and I don't know if that counts towards stream t- screen time or not. Because technically, the phone's going. But I'm sure, there's somebody that knows that. I just never cared to.
0: Yeah, let that. us know in the comments if you know if that counts or not. So we will get to a couple more topics in a second. But I glanced over this because the Friday night tickets I'm trying to give Zappa, uh, which he's not going to use, are like $180 each. After I looked it up on TickPick, because uh clearly like i said not to pat my own back but the red Sox are very nice to us and they did comp uh, a few tickets for friday i keep getting called by someone if it's you just stop calling me because i'm not going to answer it it says no no caller id and it's not our uh cold
1: caller because you have that number
0: no no uh, i do have someone that if they want to join they can i doubt they will but uh that's totally different it's not going to be a phone call guest it will be a video guest if they want to so uh shout out to tick pick uh no hidden fees more savings with over 100 million dollars in uh, customer savings and counting, they guarantee the best prices. So let's look up uh, the New York Mets, for instance, because that is the team that we both like, right? So if you wanted to, you can get in tonight for $10. It says it's a hot event. Uh, if you don't, don't know, they are giving away the basketball jerseys tonight, the Mets, uh, the road gray basketball jerseys, uh, first 15,000 people through the doors. $10 tonight. You can go tomorrow for $5. What is this? Top's baseball cards. They're giving away baseball cards tomorrow. I, uh, news to me. I have no, no knowledge of that. So if you want to go tomorrow, you can go for five bucks. And if you wanted to go, uh, on Wednesday or no Thursday, I'm sorry. You can go for $4. Oh my God. That's a bad sign. Zappa. We've it, been talking about this each week. If you can get tickets for under four, uh, you know, if you can get them for $4, no fees, that's, that's more than my coffee. That's a great deal. And I mean, it's a great deal, but it's bad. It's bad for it's the Mets.
1: Bad, but you know, with the schedule changes everything, you'll be seeing these teams more often. but it's the last time you saw the White Sox play. It's kind of there's some players on there you might like to enjoy uh you know there's some one of their guys, Lewis Robert, hidden tons of home runs. I don't know who's pitching for them because I didn't look, but you know, see some players you haven't seen before, so
0: yeah so uh coming out to the ballpark if you're coming tonight though don't forget we are going to be pre-gaming after the show we have to load up and head on over to the marina lot uh if you are of age come relax responsibly with some coronas with us we're going to be hanging out there up until around like 6 30 and don't be scared of, the, of a little rain the marina lot uh this is probably where we're going to park just in case we don't have to move underneath the highway there's enough space for like a couple hundred cars so Pull on into the lot and then pull towards the right. And there's a fence with an opening right near the end of Seaver Way. That's probably where we're going to be parked. So I'll have a flag and, and, and a cooler. So come on down. I don't think Elvis is going to be setting up. And uh, the general and Amanda are both missing today's game because they're in the hospital. Amanda is about to give birth today. Shout out to the Indarts. They are going to be welcoming the newest edition of their crew and the latest addition to the Seven Line Army. I'm guessing today. They've been at the hospital since 2.30 this morning. So if not, that will be a very, very long labor. So for both of their sakes, especially her sake, I hope that this baby comes sooner than later. Maybe even now. Maybe we can get a live birth right on the show. That would be excellent. We were both pushing for the water birth. Not me and you, but I think like me and Kelly and everyone. Basically, on the 3rd of July, it would have been pretty crazy to have a water berth uh, if Amanda was able to uh, speed up the process a little bit. But we were
1: kind of hoping, that in the group text, we were asking Andrew, like, did anything crazy happen because you just expect Andrew is going to have some chaotic story if you ever talk to andrew he's got he's very expressive he tells these great stories and i wanted something hilarious to happen to him without inconveniencing amanda yeah somehow but based on it it sounds like it was really basic and he said nothing like you would see on tv
0: yeah just <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to him. let's let's give some comments here uh shout out to amanda everyone give her some good luck comments in, in the in the chat we are live on facebook youtube and twitter And we appreciate you guys checking in each week. Uh, Zachary wants to know if they will sweep the White Sox. I don't know what the betting odds are on that, but if the Mets can sweep anyone right now, I mean, may as well do it now because the season is not getting any any younger. What do you think, Zap? Is that a possibility? We got Carrasco on the mound tonight.
1: So, (laughs) I mean, as a betting man, I will probably bet it now because I feel like I'm going to have to, but. I'm not feeling
0: great about it. Let's see what it says. Let's let's check the let's check the books really quick. Zappa doesn't have service in here. I didn't I didn't share the uh, I didn't share the uh, Wi-Fi password with him before we went live. So let me head on over and see what the odds are on that. When you can get over to the future bets. Let's see uh, series props. The Mets are minus two fifteen to win the series. It doesn't it, there's no sweep option so. Uh, unless there is. Do you know about that? Uh, oh, series uh, correct score. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't even have my glasses here. Mets to sweep would be plus 350. Do we want to put something on that? I, I, mean, feel, like, do it right I now. feel like
1: now we have to because uh, we, right. now if it happens and we don't bet it.
0: All right. I'm going to bet that right now. I'm running out of money. Uh, Zappa mm-hmm. was uh, nice enough to throw me a, uh, let me see, share the groups.
1: While sure. uh, Darren drives me a bunch of places <laughs> on the way down to Philly. He'll never accept money for gas or anything like that. So, how do I help him? Hey, get him
0: a DraftKings <laughs> gift card, and uh,
1: <laughs> that way it, it helps me too because it gives me someone to gamble with.
0: Yeah. So, I and you know I stretched it out. I mean, Philly was uh, like a month ago. We won a lot that
1: weekend. Yeah. Well, you won in everything, but we won actually. on and the, the Mets decades. won. We were hitting parlays. It was great. And now we
0: even did some live bets. We did live bets we at had the Nemo game. live bet home
1: run. It hit plus six fifty. So yeah. It was nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. But um, if. Last year, we made a ton of money betting on the Bats, and unfortunately, we're not the type of people that can bet against them, even though I want Richie to. did. Richie did. And Richie and did then, on Sunday. And then the Mets won. Yeah.
0: So we will get to that, because I, I wrote down here something that uh Zappa was a little confused about. So Zanga uh, Senga and Bets after the walk-off, did you happen to catch that? I did not. I saw it live, and it was like, I don't know, call me a little old school, but back in maybe even like 10 years ago, I feel like announcers would always say like fraternizing with the other team was like against the rules, whether it was like an actual rule or like an unwritten rule, kind of like bat flips or whatever. You didn't usually see players talk to each other. So like, even like when David Wright would get to first and he'd like bullshit with Ryan Howard or something, it was almost kind of like, not like it was encouraged, but it was almost like uh, against the rules. Right. Did you ever notice that? It was. And a lot of the old school people still Think that
1: way, but I mean, these people that grow up playing these sports together, the minors, you know, a lot of these guys, if they go to high school, they go to specialized high schools that they play together. So, I mean, they're going to be friends. It's only they can understand each other's experiences. Like regular people don't know what it's like to be a professional baseball player.
0: Well, I think that like Senga and Betts, the probably only time, besides when they were playing the Dodgers recently, uh, the only time they would know each other, paper from the All Star um, game.
1: True. Yeah. I um, didn't see this. Um, to uh you know Julia loves to talk about dogs Sunday night I was uh, helping dogs sit so uh not with Julia but I feel like as host in Julia's seat I should bring up a dog or two Yeah yeah
0: <laughs> what about the dogs So um, uh someone else tweeted this out also but here's what I caught when you go to Twitter and you search Senga and Bets This is kind of weird to me so like the Mets are all I mean granted I'm not talking shit on Senga you know players the the evolution of what players are you know how they carry themselves has clearly changed over the years, but uh, Sangha and Betts hugging each other after the Mets had just walked off like Luis giorme had that single and the Dodgers lost. And Betts is laughing and is hugging him almost that's, looks like he's touching his crotch, but he's that's,
1: not. That's weird. The first time I'm seeing it, like I said, I've been a little off a little social strange, media right? the last few days.
0: A little strange, it's a little strange. I mean, uh, uh, people were saying, okay, uh, Betts to the Mets confirmed, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. It doesn't. I don't want to talk shit on Sanga, but
1: I almost think of it more, maybe like a, obviously they didn't, but how players like exchange jerseys, maybe his first
0: time meeting them, likes
1: him. I don't know, you never man. Know. It's, don't a, know. it's a weird um, thing.
0: You know, I'm putting some headcanon out there. So the right amount, on. the amount of like hate that even like millage, got. I mean, clearly this wasn't against uh, with another team, but like millage got for running down the, the, the stands at Shea high-fiving everyone on that Sunday game or Saturday game after he hit a home run. Uh, that was like against the, all the rules like how could you how dare could you do that and now i feel like after your team walks off granted they were about to be swept again uh and then Sangus hugging bets i thought that was a little strange but
1: the, the hug's a little strange the high-fiving and stuff i know again baseball's got a lot more rigid unwritten rules than other sports and
0: it's pouring I, right now wow.
1: yeah I think they could get, they should lean more into the celebrations and yeah. With the, the kids with the, play. Yeah. Know? But
0: with each other, I mean, if I was a Dodgers fan, I'd be like no,
1: hugging after game. I'm not, that one's weird. Yeah. It, like if you want a Jersey exchange or something, go for it. But a hug feels weird after a tough loss. It wasn't like a series ending, like, you know, like handshake. Good luck.
0: Wow. Yeah. It's pouring. This must be the band that the, the radar that just passed over Queens. Now we're, we're like 25 miles east of, of a uh, city field, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of it. I mean, I, I don't want to be like a Scrooge here. I get it. The message just won. Senga wasn't pitching. That's didn't make like an error to end the game. Like it, it, there's different circumstances. Speaking of errors, uh, Beatty taking one off the face. That's tough. Like he didn't even like, you know how they say like, don't rub it. Like when players get hit by a pitch, they like, they try to, uh, make the most of it and make it like it doesn't hurt when he took that ball. I don't know if it was his cheek or his nose. He didn't flinch. I know. That's tough. Tough tough kid. Yeah. And it's the second time over the past couple weeks that he's owned up to, you know, rough plays. You know, that one throw he had a couple weeks ago and and the the press was at his locker and he's like, took full accountability. Hey, I need to make that play. This is on me. Like, you want to hear that from a kid that you expect to be here for a while. Uh, Speaking of expecting people to be here for a while, the trade deadline is a couple weeks away. And people are asking in the comments what we think. I think that you'd have to be... (laughs) Uh, almost living on another planet right now to think that the Mets are going to be buyers,
1: in, unless the Mets win like every game from now, now, now until August first. Also, break. break. I'm sorry, until the trade deadline. There's no, you'd be sabotaging your future seasons to chase a wild card spot. Maybe in a year that it just doesn't feel like. It's well, there five.
0: They're, there. F- there's five, four or five teams ahead of them now for the final wild card spot. I mean, it looked like they were heating up towards the end of the the first half, which is. It was more than the first half. You say first half, even though the All Star break is further into mm. the season. But uh, you know, to sweep in Arizona, then lose two of three in um, in uh, San Diego, San Diego yeah. and then come out of the gate as flat as they've been to only win the one game on Sunday. We'll see what happens this week. But you, they needed to come out of the gate. Uh, you know, uh, clicking on all cylinders, and clue that hasn't happened.
1: You know, like that Nimo almost home run going over the wall. Yeah, Just and that was like, the only. It was, was like symbolic of the whole season, and it was like, the only and, hit of the game. Yeah it's symbolic of the whole season though. Cause like they haven't been embarrassed in a lot of games. They keep losing these games by one run or a bullpen blows at that home run, almost being a home run and not, and then no more hits is like, feels like how the whole season has been.
0: You know, a lot of people have been pointing this out. I don't have the stats in front of me here, but you know, um, uh, what is it, Omar Manaya fan, It's uh, he used to have a podcast. I can't remember what it was called, mm-hmm. but uh, he put something up. Let me see if I can find it quick before I just have this dead air here. But, you know, everyone is so quick to shit on guys like Vogelback. But this season really, besides, you know, Verlander and Scherzer not living up to what we expected them to, if Pete Alonso and Jeff McNeil had different seasons so far, this season is totally different. Uh, you know, you come from having the batting... You know, winning the battle title last year and Pete Alonso hitting like 173 since June, uh two guys that you need to be producers, uh and then everyone's like, "Oh, I don't want to see Volga back stand there and and strike out." You know, looking, the 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 season would be much different if our two big guys, granted Pete was hurt for a little bit, were doing their jobs. Yeah. You know, so let me pull this up. Let me see if I can find it because it, it may have been a day or so ago. But um oh, and speaking of having a good season, you see how Escobar's
1: playing out there, and yeah, good for him.
0: Yeah, I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean Lindor's got the counting stats at this point, but we're still everybody's pretty what much is been his name?
0: performance. I, thought, this I think year. it was I thought it was Omar and I, I. I don't, I don't know, know, whatever. No idea look it I'm up. Go on Twitter and check it out. Um, yeah, so I think absolutely they need to be sellers. Uh, we will see what happens. Like you said, if they win every day from now until until the end of July, we'll see what happens. But I saw a rumor last night, Carrasco. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays may have some interest in Carrasco, but I mean, you know what it is these days—like everyone wants to be like first, or they want to have like these sources, and they'll tweet stuff hoping it comes true, so they can be like, "I was right, I was first, this whatever." Uh, let me see if I could find any kind of credibility to that. But we I mean, do have Carrasco on the mound tonight. I mean, Carrasco
1: is obviously not a big piece, so if you want to trade him to Tampa, sure. Tampa is one of those teams that uh, seems to win every trade that they're involved in. They trade away guys at the right time. They trade four guys at the right time. So I'm always a little suspect of trading with them. But like you said, it's Carrasco. It's not a big player. Take a prospect, move on.
0: So this is again one of those accounts that I don't even know who runs this. I don't know if it has any credibility, but Mets Batflip 1. This got some tweets last night or retweets and that's how I found it. But uh, now we're giving you a little plug here. So follow Mets oh, Well, I'm not I'm not telling you to do that, but that's what their bio <laughs> says. Uh, so it's Mets Batflip. It says news rays are showing interesting Carlos Carrasco per source. Who knows if Mets bat flip actually has sources or if they just tweet stuff and hopefully it comes right. Uh, And that's not talking shit because I'm sure a lot of people might do that, but who knows? Uh, Another thing we saw last night was uh, Mauricio was supposed to be getting called up today again. Is that true? Who knows? Martino came out and said that is not true. Uh, I can't see him. Martino's not my favorite
1: guy, but I can't see him being called up before the trade deadline. They either have to clear spots for him or, I mean, in the dream scenario of where you make a crazy run, his trade value is never higher than when you're in the minors and you're the top guy. But he's not getting traded. He's staying and going to get called up probably in two or three weeks.
0: Yeah, once there's a spot for him, you know, once they do move some things around, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, I mean, if I had to guess right now, I think that the Mets maybe do nothing Uh, instead of, you know, because who's really worth something right now? Marte's saying he's hurt. Uh, Tommy Pham. Tommy
1: Pham's worth something um david robertson's worth a lot he's on a one-year deal you can actually get a legit prospect probably for david robertson he's he's probably your biggest trade chip.
0: all right so robertson fam we'll see i mean honestly like a, a tweet the other night i can't remember who it was i retweeted it uh i think it was rob bender rob brender something like that um i'm totally butchering that because i should know that but i think it's rob bender he said like there's only a few untouchable guys and then like everyone else should be should be up for guys but like what is Jeff McNeil worth right now? Mets own a ton of money. He's coming off a great year, but he didn't get his car this year. Now he's playing like <laughs> shit. So uh you're wearing the Francisco T shirt, by the way.
1: I am. Uh I mean, if you can get a buyer for Scherzer and you can get some sort of prospect back. I mean, he's due forty million team option next year, so probably have to take on some of the salary. But if you can get rid of him and get a good prospect, he's someone to look to move to.
0: Yeah, um, I guess I guess I, I, honestly I, I
1: think that'd be uh unlikely scenario but if it happens go for
0: it I mean, it's less than two weeks away because uh the 31st is um a week from next monday and uh we were talking about it before the show i think that last year the trade deadline went a little longer because the season started late because of the lockout so i think the the trade deadline was not july 31st last year yeah there's
1: but, also there was one year in time all kind of blends together where i think it fell on A certain day of the week like i don't know if it fell on a sunday and they're like we don't want the trade deadline to be on a sunday really so they moved it there was some year like that i mean i might be completely making this up but i feel like it happened
0: this is the this is orange and blue thing we don't have to be completely uh uh accurate with our information here half the time we say stuff and then we ask the commenters if if we're right or wrong so (laughs) we can kind of do that as well um if you haven't joined the uh sweepstakes yet i don't know what you're waiting for if you go let me show you what to do so you go on over to our twitter account or any account and there's a link tree here so you click this and it's going to bring you to i'll show you the little splash page here uh, i call it a splash page last week too i don't know if that makes sense but um brings you to all these options the fourth one down it says the francisco collection and that is the uh the sweepstakes that is free to join. And we encourage you to do so because you can win some free stuff and no purchase is necessary. That's why I keep saying free to join. But let me put in my advanced age of 42 years old. I keep clicking this. which doesn't remember me, but it never remembers me. So uh, you can win some limited edition items thanks to Corona and the Mets uh, from the Lindor collection by NYC-based artist Sen 2 And the good news is, I heard back from my contact over there, we are going to get some products here. That we can give away additionally on top of you trying to enter this uh sweepstakes so head on over to any of our social channels click the link and enter uh obviously um whatchamacallit scroll down to the bottom put your name your state your email address your phone number and verify all of the following is correct and hit submit and then you're automatically in there so Every time Francisco hits a different milestone, another product is released and then fans win that free stuff. So the last one was the uh, the backpack, I believe. And up next is the button-down uh, shirt and shorts. That's after 81 hits. So as soon as Francisco delivers, that's how you guys can win some free stuff. So shout-out to Corona. We appreciate your support of of the Line and the Line Army and obviously Orange and Blue things. So pop on over if you want to relax responsibly. Me and Zappa will be heading out to the Marine a lot after the show and uh, hang out. Crack open a couple of cold ones and then uh, head on into the game. And the Mets are six and three whenever we're there. Yeah. So after tonight, seven and three. There was a thing that you know some haters like to sprinkle out there on the internet past few years that whenever we're there, the Mets lose. But obviously, that narrative is pretty tired because we are like thirty games over five hundred in the existence of the Seminole Army, and uh, for us to be around as long as we have been. And the Mets to uh, have a better record when we're in the house is a pretty impressive thing. So,
1: especially because most of those seasons were Hor- horrific seasons. Yeah.
0: So the Mets are 84 and 60, 21 games over. 84 and 63 when the Seminole Army is there. You could basically book it right now. We're going to be 85 and 63 after tonight and then 86 after this weekend. I mean, 21 games over 500 wins you a division. So, yeah. I mean, well, you know, <laughs> we haven't cool. had the best luck so far in Boston. Uh, and right now, if we beat the Red Sox, we're helping the Yankees. So I think that everyone is, you know, not everyone, but the, the Yankee fans are going to be cheering for us this weekend. That's for sure.
1: They should, but I've always been in the mindset. Like
0: I know people
1: are going to hate this view. I don't care what the Yankees do. Well, they're not
0: my rival. Uh, They're not because we're not in the same division, at least yet, because once things get shuffled around, shuffled around now that everyone's playing each other, we could totally see them being done with the NLAL and everyone has the same rules. Now there is no, uh, you know, pitchers don't hit and uh, we'll see what happens. But I don't typically care. Like, I thought it was great last year when the Mets and the Yankees were both first-place teams. It was awesome. So much excitement around New York. Uh, you know, the Subway Series certainly had way more juice. And, uh, you know, you listen to Yankee fans call into the fan, and it seems like they're 10... It seems like we're in the same playing field. They're still above five hundred. Granted, judges in not around, but I think they're four or five games above. They lost the last two games horrifically uh, in extras. But um,
1: they're also, though, in an awesome
0: division, and I
1: think... As of, I don't know, based on last night, I'm pretty sure they're in last place in their division. So that's why well, yeah. they're feeling the, the pressure. Well, and guess what?
0: Two weeks from now, we're going to be in Baltimore. So again, we're playing, we're, we're going up against two AL East uh, teams over the next two weeks for our outing. So let's talk about the 2024 outings. I did have it in there in the little uh, rundown of what's going on for the show today. I almost glanced over it and forgot to talk about it. But um, the schedule did come out last week that's all usually one of my, my most favorite days of the year because I start circling what's going on before by the afternoon. I already sent you the calendar yeah. Uh, of where proposed proposed. That's why I didn't post yet because it is tentative. And sometimes people get too excited and they get mad that there's certain dates and they they conflict with this conflict with that. But the reason why I sent it to my friends is that uh, not that everyone else watching, this isn't my friend, but you know, us is that we, I want to make sure I'm not conflicting with anything because last year I sent it and Kelly's like, that's this person's wedding or that's this something's going on so or are
1: we still we're free for katie's wedding though right yeah yeah, yeah. oh
0: that's what it was yeah yeah it was Julia. like two
1: years in a row you kept trying to book things on, on first, katie's wedding her wedding that wound up being rescheduled because yeah, of yeah, COVID. Yeah. and then you tried to book the brooklyn trip on her new wedding date and when i said the date <laughs> julia's
0: like you're joking right <laughs> And I'm like, no, I just totally forgot. But anyway, nothing seems to conflict, conflict for next year. But I'm going to pull it up and at least read it to myself because I will tell you guys where we are going next year. I already have the plans in place with these road teams and uh, the home games. I have them circled, and I'll be completely honest with you. I wrote it in an email yesterday to the Line Army uh, home package members. The reason why we added more home weekday games this year was because the Mets wanted us to have more games on our plan in order for us to keep that playoff perk, which – a phenomenal perk i love having it i'm sure a lot of fans the reason why they do renew is that if and when the mets make the playoffs we get our same seat for every game of the playoffs and it's not like we have to do half of the games and then move to another seat because like let's say you buy a 20 game package seat someone else has that seat for the other 61 games so then you can't both sit there so for us they give us the purchase the option to purchase our same seat for every, every game so uh that's why I did add more weekday games to keep the cost down because weekday games are typically less expensive than weekend games. That's why we did that. So I do have my wish list set. Obviously, I could tell you that we are doing opening day at City Field, of course, uh against the Milwaukee Brewers. That is Thursday, the twenty-eighth of March. And uh, who knows, maybe it'll be sunny and they'll cancel it and we'll play the next day like they did this year. But <laughs> And it's the, a real opening day, yeah. right? It's a, it's the it's a home act- opener. It's a home opener. This home year opener. Now. I was thinking about like the way we did it this year and Steve Cohen sat with us. If we were able to maybe make that a tradition, if the Mets did start on the road, we would go. I think it's an easy flight to go to Miami and it's usually pretty inexpensive to fly to Miami. Well,
1: it's more that a lot of stadiums you can't
0: actually get oh, yeah, that many that's tickets. True. That's
1: true. Miami's one of the few teams that don't. Yeah,
0: true. I couldn't call the Dodgers and say, Hey, I need 2000 tickets. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Maybe that might not happen. But either way, I can tell you at least three dates are always going to be on our calendar. And that is opening day, the last game of the regular season and the subway series. So you could do the math there. That is the 28th of uh, March. The subway series next year is June 25th. That Tuesday night is the one that we selected. And the last game of the season, which is a Sunday on September 22nd, the Mets do end the season at home. Uh, No, they end the season on the road. So they do have a week of baseball after that. So our last game of the regular season at Citi Field will be uh, September 22nd against the Phillies. What I can tell you is that, like I've been talking about, we we keep getting emails. Are you guys going to London? Like, yeah, I've been saying it. I I mean, I, I, I get not everyone is as locked into our social media and our show, but I've been saying we are going to London now for a month. We are going to London. I will get to that in a second. But the first away game of the season next year will be a new ballpark for us. That will be Saturday, uh, May 4th in Tampa against the Rays. Uh, We have six ballparks to hit after this season. And I've been saying if any ballpark lands on a Saturday and we haven't been there, we're going. You haven't been to Tampa? We had it planned and then COVID hit oh, and uh, they wanted us to still go. They said we could still go, but it was going to be pod seating, which would be like impossible to figure out. Like uh, if you remember, you can only sit in a pod with like your family.
1: Yeah. Or you had to like, it was, I sat with shoe. Yeah. The first couple games. So I was not like my family, but you know, it's enough.
0: like impossible to figure that out. So I said, forget it. We're not going. So uh, Tampa will be on May 4th. When you get to June, that is London. So London, the Saturday game is considered the home game. So I have that circled. I'm talking with the Mets and MLB to figure out the best way to do that. Because if you've shopped on the Seven Lines website before, we can't sell internationally, which would not work for this outing. Because a lot of Mets fans that live in the UK would want to purchase tickets through us. So we might set it up where it's Mets.com/slash the Seven Line Army, just like our home games, and then you'll purchase through that, and then we'll figure out the jersey or the T-shirt, or maybe we'll have to mail that on our own. We'll figure that out. But that is confirmed. We're just figuring out the logistics and the details on that. The hotel, I've been getting rates for the hotels. The hotels near the ballpark are like a third of the price compared to the ones in the city. But most people don't like to stay there because there's not that much to do over there. So what I'm learning now because I'm doing the research, a lot of the MLB and the team uh, organized like events and like things they do around the game is in the city. And it's 40 minutes away on a train oh. to get to the game. So yeah, it's closer than it takes us from here. Yeah, true. <laughs> and I think that that makes more sense because then we could plan some like really big pregame party, maybe even with the match because they're going to be home based there as well. Yeah. And then all take the train or figure out our way over to the ballpark. So or, you know,
1: depending on how long people want to go do two different hotels versus the days around the game. And maybe, if you well, we could go give an option. Yeah, true.
0: If you want to spend like a third of the price and and uh, then take the train to the pregame party, but then I don't know, we'll see. We'll figure figure that out. You'll figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) So that is our only away game in June because obviously, um, you know, it's a lot to travel to to London and then come back because clearly we have home games in the schedule as well. So uh, May fourth, Tampa, uh, June eighth against the Phillies in London. No away game in July. In August. On the 31st, we will be visiting the Chicago White Sox. I already have an email out with them. I'm going to figure out the, the deposits and all that soon. Again, fitting, that's a new ballpark for us.
1: Fitting to say that today as we are going to be playing the White Sox.
0: Absolutely. So that is the away game in August. Then we get to September, and we are going to repeat Philly again because if we're going to sell 1,500 tickets a year, clearly the, uh, the excitement of going to Philly has not worn off, uh, at least yet. So... We will be going to Philly on September 14th. So that's it, guys. So three away games plus London. So four away games, even though the London one is considered a home game. Four trips next year. That is the plan. And now that we do have some open weekends, I'm pretty sure we'll be able to add the Cyclones back to the schedule. Uh, maybe we'll try to fit something in uh, in maybe May or July or, or even early August because the Mets, you know, they're only home for one Saturday in August. Oh, wow. They look at the schedule. So they're home for one homestand in August. It's a lot of away games in August for the Mets. That's actually crazy. Crazy. So there's two, like we have one homestand and we're going to be there for two of them as a home game because there's nothing else. So that's the story there. So uh, a lot of people are saying, Hey, no Astros, no Rangers. We do not do weekday outings on the road. I'm not going to ask fans to uh, take off of work, especially with the majority of the fans that go to the games. Uh, they live on the East coast or maybe they live in New York. So we are not going to go, to um any road game on a weekday unless it's we did Baltimore a few years ago on a weekday because it made sense it's like a bus trip away but uh no we will not be going to any away games we have to still hit Cleveland that's a weekday series on a Monday through a went to a Wednesday in May we're not doing that uh where else do we have to go Detroit Detroit i don't even know if they're playing Detroit next year i guess they have to right yeah they- maybe they're coming to us i don't really know
1: yeah and you know it used to be you only played these teams for yeah, four to us. years yeah. so now you should be able to you know, clock into oh, some weekends in right, right. the next couple of years so we're
0: clicking two more off next year that that will leave us with four left after next season and then we will be done with uh, all of MLB before the uh the A's move to Vegas oh. that's we're going to absolutely going to lose people to Vegas I was watching Hangover last there, night. There's
1: a good chance that some of us should not go. Like, I don't think Richie and Shu should go, and <laughs> I probably shouldn't go either. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, I think we pretty much covered all bases. Let's uh, let's talk about tonight's bet. So we what all we've right. been doing, I know the lineup probably isn't out yet. Let me just double Who, check.
1: Check who's. Cause I can't check anything. Just, I just want to know who's pitching for the white Sox.
0: Okay. I will look that up because what we've been doing Zappa and I, and we were in a group uh, with uh, Richie Rincon as well. We've been picking, well, actually Richie's been pretty silent lately. I don't Rich, know if he
1: uh, took a break. He took a break and then he bet against the Mets and the Mets won. So yeah,
0: we've been doing mm-hmm. the two plus bases. We picked two players and uh, no, the lineup's not out yet, but we picked two players and we, everyone was, uh, they were off yesterday. So you could yeah. pick the usual suspects are probably going to be out there um well i just want to know if we two know players two pitching, plus bases see if it's a righty or left giolito
1: oh righty
0: um he is uh six and five with a 3.45 era he's
1: a solid pitcher he's up and down a little bit but he's been decent this year um what do you feel i mean definitely going to go lindor i'm wearing you always shirt. do lindor well i mean he usually only gets doubles and home runs so for two bases oh, actually let me do this live
0: all right okay go ahead
1: uh i mean you usually pick the second guy we usually do one and one um I, i'll and I'll see if it's who. Uh, let's do Alvarez. That's who I was thinking. Okay. I was, I was between Alvarez and Pete. So sometimes you just go with the basics and hope for the best. Let's see. All
0: right. So we're going to pop on in if you want to tail with us. Clearly, that we, if, we, we uh, were
1: supposed to have a betting partner. It didn't even freaking work out. So if, that's not happening anymore. If Alvarez isn't playing, because it is a righty. So who knows if they better didn't better give him the day, day off after They better not. Would you doubt anything they do with this lineup no, this season? No. You're, you're right. If for some reason they don't, let's go back to the well with just let's go with Pete. Maybe so then we're out gonna out. do two bases then we yeah. we're gonna do two different bets. Well, no, no. This is Alvarez winds up not in the lineup. I'm, I'm doing the bet right now. Well, you don't even know if he's playing yet. Who cares? We have to do it. We're well, talking then, right now. We're doing it. Well, I can't put it in yet, but yeah, I'm I'm down for that. But if uh by the time I get service, if he's not playing, then I'm just going with Pete instead of Alvarez.
0: Uh okay, so let's see what this is. This is uh I should have seen if there's any boosts. So either way, with no boost, it comes to plus 425. Take it. There we go. All right, guys. So that's the bet for the night. And again, we're going to do two. So it's uh, Lindor and Alvarez and then also Lindor and Pete, two plus bases. Hopefully they are winners tonight. Um, I think we covered all bases, right? Everything on here we talked about. Uh, We didn't highlight the the tailgate party or the pregame party this this, uh, Saturday in Boston, which you definitely need to be at because where else would you want to spend a couple hours of your day before you head on over to the ballpark than with us at, uh, what's it called again? lucky lucky strike so on over to lucky strike the doors will open let me scroll down i think this door is open at four no noon because the game's at four this is the shirt it says the seven line army is coming or no the seven line army are coming and if you don't know what that is you gotta read up on some history but uh it is on the third floor we're taking over like the entire third floor it's 145 ipswich street this saturday the 22nd starting at noon the game's at 410 the drink specials for everyone in our event t shirts are $5 Budweisers and $12 blue Gin and Tonics. I will not be drinking Gin and Tonics. I will not either. Gin uh, is the one I
1: alcohol I don't touch.
0: Feel free to partake in the specials or uh, you know, crush some coronas with us. And uh when you get to the website, if you click on the blog area, you could scroll down and that's the bag policy. It pretty much says anything with one compartment is okay. So a drawstring's okay, uh, a fanny pack's okay, and uh we're gonna have a fun time. So yeah, no reason
1: not to go. Honestly, the away tailgates are sometimes some of the most fun. Especially ones it might again. be the only
0: guaranteed win of the day. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're we're gonna win though.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure today's will be plenty of fun if you're coming down, come talk. But those away tailgates, like they can get People are excited. It's people that don't go that often. Yeah. So sometimes those are some of the best ones. Like Kansas City will always. Live I was the just going to bring this up.
0: So last night, uh, you know, we talk about this sometimes. The huge Mets contingent, right? You know what that means when I say huge Mets contingent, uh, right? Oh, of course. Okay. So last night, the Bartolo Cologne game was on as the Mets Classic, and I thought that's where a huge Mets contingent came from because I was watching it on SNY, and it wasn't. It was from uh, Colorado. Uh, so I happened to, you know, not to beat a, a dead horse here because it's, uh, I, believe me, I really don't care that much at this point, but I I go, I Twitter searched huge Mets contingent and thinking that it was San Diego, but it wasn't. It was, it was uh, Colorado. Do you know who wrote huge Mets contingent not once, but twice on Twitter when referencing the seven line army. It's a, it's actually There's
1: so many directions to go with this. Kind yeah, of you'll,
0: you'll never guess. But okay. since we are talking about Kansas city, it's the only reason I'm bringing it up. This is what I love about the show is because like things will come up and it'll spark a memory and nothing's on the paper and we'll start going on a tangent here. Um, so Jake Eisenberg who worked for the Mets last year mm-hmm. in, in the radio booth uh, with Howie, then he got a full, but Wayne moved on. And then Jake got hired by the Kansas City uh, Royals. So he works for the Royals now. When he got the job, he put out not one, but two tweets on Twitter saying, uh, excited to see the huge Mets contingent in quotes uh, out there. Hashtag LGM. That was in uh, January, April. And then in May, when I was on the show with Jay Horowitz, I did that podcast from City Field with Jay. Mm -hmm uh Jake then quote tweeted that and said have loved seeing the seven line Army's huge Mets contingent (laughs) from the broadcast booth too awesome to see and hear them out in full force in Denver and Anaheim so I screenshot both those last night and put it on on uh, Twitter and I said wow I just connected the dots onto something with some crying emojis and at Jake and he wrote you're you're a quick one can't sneak anything past you and he asked if we're going to come out to Kansas City so Maybe there's a reason why Jake was only here for one year last year.
1: <laughs> Speak, speaking of uh, broadcasting, I checked out Friday. I watched the Apple TV. Did you watch? Yeah. Apple TV, one, I know people don't have it, and that's what they complain.
0: The visuals
1: are incredible. I don't have a 4K
0: TV. So it looks the same to me. You oh, were mentioning how good the quality yeah, was.
1: It's amazing. And if Wayne's calling it, Wayne's phenomenal. Yeah, Wayne's like, great. I wish the timing worked out that he, like Gary was ready to leave with him coming up because he would be a great replacement. On I don't TV know what eight. the
0: deal is with that. Like, I think that Keith just signed a new contract. I mean, Gary's great. Like Gary's great at his job. Every Gary, Keith, and Ron are great. You know, we poke fun with the whole Mets contingent, whatever. Like, it doesn't really matter at this point. I think Gary's the man. He's great at his job, whatever. Um, but for uh, Jake uh, to put that on Twitter, I thought that was like kind of shocking. Especially, yeah. you're the new guy in town. You're kind of throwing shade on the on the uh, you know a legend with the Mets. You know, maybe,
1: maybe he wasn't all too welcoming to uh, Mister Jake. Maybe,
0: but I think that it's it, that's why I was making a joke, yeah. like, oh, maybe that's why he only has to hear yeah. here a year. But to get a full time job with Kansas City when he only was doing like filling stuff yeah, with the fan, no, not the fan, fan eight eighty, yeah, great. excellent, excellent upgrade. Uh, especially when you get to you know be the man. That's why Wayne, you know, he's. You know, Wayne's probably killing it, to be honest. He got hired by the Angels to be, or whoever the Angels broadcast partner, to be uh play by play on TV. And he's doing the Apple TV. I mean, Apple's got money. Yeah. I mean, I don't want it's it's always a bad look to count someone else's bank accounts. I, I hate it when people do it to me. Uh I'd uh, like, Oh, you own the seven line. You're crushing it. I'm like, okay. And has their handout every month. Believe me, it's, it's not as lucrative as you might think, but, and I'm sure uh, he's got an agent. And right. Other of course he's got to pay, but to work for Apple TV was great. And, uh, to be on TV with the angels is great too. So, I guess he's just warming up Shohei for when he comes becomes a Met next yeah, year. We'll maybe, see.
1: Maybe we'll uh, overpay for Wayne to come back when uh, we're ready for a new guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So we hit our hour. It goes by quick. It is 3 o'clock. We do have to get out of here. Zap is going to pick up some ice for the Coronas, yep. and I have to upload this as a podcast. So thanks for sitting in. Shout out to Julia. Julia's helping out with uh, Andrew and Amanda's dog. I don't know if the baby's here yet, but shout out to Andrew and Amanda. Very, very excited for both of you guys. I think it's, it's incredible. Um, you know, I don't want to turn this back to the seven line, but they met because of the seven line and yeah. now there are another marriage and other babies on the way because of the crew. So I think that's absolutely phenomenal. So uh, shout out to you guys. Thanks to Zappa. And we'll see you guys at City Field right. and uh, this weekend in uh, Boston. If you see me on Friday by myself, come and say hello, because this guy's going to be at a bar or something. Have a going? Can you say putting the books, ba- books backwards?
1: That's no, what Julia no, does.
0: Julia's got way more talent than I do. All right. See you guys.
1: Later.